Oh, look at that. Like, you play background music, and I play, like, Bringing you all, bring candy magic. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Susie. Episode 395. I keep laughing. Oh, my goodness. We're so close to the big 400. I keep laughing, though, how you were like, fuck 400. I can't wait for 420. We're going to get you high on the air. <laughs> yeah, we still we are. I know. It's I totally wait. legal. State of California. It's the same as drinking wine, <laughs> but sillier. I can't wait. Countdown's on, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, Susie, my darling? Real good. How was your... Susie, um, my dear. Your garage sale, your Marie Kondo moment. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you, once you start selling some stuff, you, you it's like you just can't stop. You for, get that but high. I will say this was the first time I had, like, serious emotional... Uh, um, I don't know, an emotional reaction to getting rid of stuff because like the items, like, like little trinkets around the house or, you know, things I get from home goods or whatevs, no problem getting rid of those. The things that were really hard were like all of my paints that I've had since I was 15 years old. Like, you know, all the the paints that like the acrylic, I have an entire tower, like one of those, uh, uh, you know, like Tupperware, three drawer system things full. And you said sayonara. I had to, but I was so happy because this, uh, well here, I was having like a, a really hard time dealing with it. Oh, and my Sarah. Mo- my mom in her, in her wisdom, yes. shout out to Sally. <laughs> she said, and I'm like, what is the, I can't like, what I can't, I don't understand why this is so hard for me because I'm so ready to move. I'm so will like ready to move on to this next phase of my yeah. life. And a lot of this stuff that I have is like craft stuff that I just don't have time. You know, I did that while I was like hustling, trying to get through grad school to have a career. Yeah. Well, now I have a career and I don't need to hustle anymore. Or like, you know, do all yes. this craft stuff. Yeah. So I got to get rid of it. Yeah. So I call my mom and I'm like, mom, this is just like really tough. And she's like, I get it. <laughs> she's like I, when I moved to Costa Rica, you know, she had to get rid of so much stuff. Yeah. Can't take a bunch of stuff. And she said, I had art history books that I collected for Mm. 20 years. They were so important to me. And I just could not bring myself to like give them to the goodwill or like have the worst, have somebody have a garage sale and somebody say, I'll give you a dollar for it. You're like, oh, for the things I collected. Mm -hmm. So she found an art history teacher and she donated all the books to an art history teacher who she knew was going to put them to good use, who was going to pass them along. Who would value them. Who would value them. Mm -hmm. So she said, you need to find a women's shelter to donate all of your jewelry making supplies to. Sarah, did you do that? Yes. That is so beautiful. So the YMCA is getting all of the arts and crafts stuff for kids. That's beautiful. I am so happy. Laura's house is getting all the jewelry making stuff. Oh, it makes me want to cry because I'm so happy that it's going to go to good things. That is a beautiful idea. I hope other people do that. Yes, and it like cured everything. Like, like it it made my heart feel okay about everything. And then this woman who lived across the street, who did who does um, uh, uh, paintings of horses, came over and she was like, saw that that tower of paints I had, and she was like, "Oh, you're yeah. getting rid of this." <laughs> right. and I was the like, "Yeah, load. you know, I I have to." And she's like, "Oh my god, but." Uh, I'll buy, I'll buy it. What do you want for it? And I said, $10. She goes, $10. Oh my gosh. I'll, I'll, and she was so excited. And I was like, this is who gets this. I'm so happy that it's going to go to good use. So once you, once I did that, I, I saw, 
that it wasn't so much the stuff, it was the, I don't know, the, the what do you even want to call that? The meaning. The meaning. Yeah. It was the meaning of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So that really helped me, and I hope that if other people are in the position or situation where they need to maybe get rid of some things, but they're having a difficult time, that they could think about, I don't know, where it might not, like, you might not financially benefit from it. Like I did, you know, you don't make money because it's a garage sale. But $10 or, you know, like $0 is, is and a, 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 you know, a heart that feels good. Yeah, that's so beautiful. way more valuable than, you know, $10 in my pocket and that feeling of, ugh. That is know? such a great idea. I can't get over it. I really think people will yeah. be into this, this idea. Because it, yeah, it so- does suck when you, like, put all your crap in to go to Goodwill or whatever. And it is a nice feeling. It does lighten your load and it makes you feel like a fresh start. But it does feel yeah. like, who's getting that? Where is this going? Are people throwing this out? <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah, or, yeah. like, valuing it the same. Or, you know, like, my next-door neighbor bought... Uh, so I have this big uh, apothecary jar that's full of shells. And yeah. she bought it. You know, I was gone. I had to go work for a, a minute while we had the garage sale. So Ren was selling things. And, you know, he sold it to her, I think, for, like, $6. And she came back to pick it up. And uh, and I go, oh, my gosh, enjoy every little bit of this because all these shells... They literally come from every corner of the globe. There are shells from, you know, Thailand, from the Dominican Republic, from, you know, the beaches in Italy to, Mm. you know, like Africa. And she was like, really? Are you sure you want to get rid of it? I'm like, yes, I can't, you know. But just like appreciate that they are from across the globe and I handpicked. They aren't just like shells that I emptied out that came from like, you know, Michael's Arts and Crafts. They are handpicked pieces of like reef and everything that were washed up on shore. I didn't get it from the ocean. <laughs> you know, I'm really good at that. And, like, I only did it in places where you're allowed to take shells. I'm very big on that. That's so but, nice. Uh, but, yeah, so I just, you know, it's, like, nice when they go, they get passed along and, and valued. Yeah, now you can have a fresh start and yes, do some cool like stuff. Yes, another chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Good for you. Yeah, so that was a big one. Yeah, okay. So you're, yeah, feeling, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're feeling, like, almost like even though it's not the new year anymore, it probably feels like that still to you. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, and it's going to be a fresh start, a new place, and I'm really excited about living in a big city and not living in No, get the heck suburbia. down here. We're up here, whatever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jesus. right. I know. I'm going to be right next to you. Uh, but in between all this moving and stuff, Suze, yes. I have heard some of the coolest stories and, and things that will just blow your mind. Oh, I can't wait. Like, I have an update on Casey Anthony. Oh, good. Okay. Did you hear about this? No, not lately. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm trying to think. This was in CBS News, and I want to say it came out, like, really recently, like this month. Okay. So, oh, here we go. Here we go. How in the world would I miss this? Come on. Oh, yes. It says, oh, no, maybe it's from a little bit ago, but I couldn't believe this because I did not know about this, and maybe you do. Okay. That Casey Anthony detectives overlooked Google search for foolproof suffocation methods. Oh, come on. They only checked Internet Explorer Shut and not your entire face. Foxfire. <gasps> yes. It what? says WKMG reported that sheriff's investigators overlooked 1,200 entries, including the suffocation search from the computer's Mozilla Foxfire browser, which was most commonly used by Casey Anthony. Investigators also pulled 17 vague entries from the computer's Internet Explorer browser. 
And so she had already uh, been acquitted. Oh, no. No, no. I can't believe this. You have got to be kidding me. Yes. And the browser, so so whoever conducted the Google search looked for this term, foolproof suffocation, (gasps) then clicked on an article about suicide that discussed taking poison and putting a bag over one's head. Yes. And then the browser recorded activity on on MySpace, which was Casey Anthony, only Casey Anthony used, not her father. But... They, you know, her mom tried to say that it was her father who was like Googling mm. that stuff. But they looked in Internet Explorer, not Firefox. What? I, I just, I can't. Doesn't that blow your mind? Yes. How, how would that happen where they were like, I know, only I looking know. at one Internet browser? What the heck? And so, like, Ren and I were having a conversation about this. And I, this is why specialties are so important. Like, you can't just have, like, detectives you need someone who specializes in internet crime or in you know the same reason you have like therapists who specialize in different kinds of things because like you need to know details on that so those things kind of don't get overlooked well i think we've talked about how my theory that serial killing is basically over because of all the surveillance it's almost impossible to do that many like methodical killings without getting caught and yeah. in this case, she's obviously not a serial killer, but she, clearly the evidence mm-hmm. that was there. She is surveilled by the essence of the internet. But yet, what good is that if our detectives aren't freaking checking? Yeah. Oh, come oh, on. Come on. Right? And then to find out just like a year or two after. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you you felt like she did it all along, right? Of course. Okay. <laughs> I'm just checking. I mean, 100%. Right. Why do you think she did that, though? She just wanted to party. Why do you think any... I don't... I can't understand. There's... The, I, that's one that I will never, ever really be able to understand. But I know it's got to be a chemical. There, It has to be. There's got to be something missing in, you know, whatever's... I don't know, makes you... That, that biological nurturing, you know? Yeah, but, like, for some of them, it is clear in terms of mental illness. For example, Andrea Yates. I mean, this is someone who... Oh, I don't know about that. Tell me about she's her. She's the one that drowned her kids in the tub, like five kids. Oh, Jesus. But... Oh, it, it you was, think what? All of them. All of them? Yeah. Oh, and one it was at a time. clear that this is someone who, A, had postpartum, B, psychosis, heard voices, all that stuff. So oh. it's not understandable, but you can see what went on. Whereas with yeah. Casey Anthony, it was like, apart from the fact that she killed her kid, she seemed pretty much like a typical Normal. lady. Yeah. And who just like really liked doing shots and doing wet, wet t-shirt oh. concerts or contests. But like, you think Ugh. she doesn't seem unwell otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I can't explain. I really, I don't have any I know. clue what that... Because, I mean, I just think of, like, how much I love my dog. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my dog. <laughs> and I can't leave him or her. Maybe I should get the gender right. <laughs> Stop him. I'm like, what's that dog's name again? <laughs> I love her to pieces. I love her to pieces. Come here, Fido. That's totally it. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. 
Bite Clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. But Red and I were out at a restaurant the other night, and we had gone up for a little staycation in LA. You know, just like exploring a new city. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> and um, uh, we were both out at dinner and we were talking about dogs or something like that. And we were like, oh, I miss Bo. Oh. I'm like, me too. <laughs> we're like, imagine what it would be like with kids. We already like <laughs> want to go home because we miss our dog and we've only been gone for one night. It's so silly. But they do that to you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. why, like, when something like that happens, where's. Something just goes around you. That's why I'm so fascinated by the origin stories of evil people because you think, what the mm. heck happened in your life that this seemed like the best possible solution for your problem? I don't get it. Yeah. Ugh. I don't origin get it. stories, man. Right. That's my favorite thing about superhero movies. See, that's why we love Joker. My fa- no. Oh my gosh, no joke. Right. Well, that didn't even mean. Just yes. No, yes. No oh joke. my gosh. But right. <laughs> but speaking of jokes, I have another artic- article, yeah, story about that. That I, this keeps popping up, and I, I see it. I've seen it like a few times, uh, like on Twitter and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, did you hear about the? I think it was a radio station that held a contest to win a Toyota. And when the woman won, she, they gave her a toy Yoda doll. <gasps> no. Yes. So this apparently oh. has happened more than once too. <gasps> And there are a few stories of like radio stations kind of playing like April Fool's jokes on them. That First of all, are you a cool. fan of the April Fool's joke? Absolutely not. You do I, not like any sort of tomfoolery. I do not. It's not funny. On any day. It's only making a fool out of someone, and I don't like that kind of comedy. Oh, you're so right. It is making a fool out of somebody. <laughs> well, I will say it was my grandma's favorite holiday. <laughs> she loved it. She would April Fool's prank us every year. <sighs> Did you like it? Yes, because you never expect. She's like, it's like yeah. when there's like a, a murder mystery, <laughs> and it's the one, the the one who did it is the least, the, you know, likely yeah, suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, ne- I never suspect my grandma is behind <laughs> all. You think I would learn, considering she passed away at ninety nine years old? Like how many years? I'll that, allow jump, it if you're what is over it Shame eighty. On me. I'll allow it. Right, because they were like harmless, and then I would do it back to her, where I'd say like, "Grandma, guess what? You know, I decided like to to be really fun on my wedding day. I would have blue hair," and she was like, oh. "And I was like, April Fools!" Okay, and that's she's like, fine. Oh, thank God, that's you know. Fine. So it's like stuff like that. But okay. I'm trying to. Th- she would do other ones where they would be like pretty well planned out and like, yeah. Was the Toyota remember. thing though um, April Fools or just oh, a yes, general yes. prank? Uh, this was. You know what? It must Some have of them been. were pranks. Some of them were, were April Fools. Um, um, wait, I'm, I'm this must right not have been because Baby, Yo- Baby Yoda or whatever. Oh, is Reese? Re- yeah, what? but that's a toy Yoda. Toy Yoda. Right, right, right. It wasn't that. Okay, so <laughs> yes, it was in. Yeah, it was on April 1st. So how they did it, this was in. The first, the first report of this. So there were three, three times radio stations did this. No, one time, yes, and it's so annoying. So in this article that I read, at least, there's probably more cases of this. So um, in March of 2005, this 
radio station KBDS in Bakersfield, they said that they would give the winner a Hummer if they were able to guess how many miles the uh, you know, radio station's Hummer drove that week or blah, 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 blah. So the woman calls in and she guesses correctly and she guesses uh, 103.9, which happens to be the radio station, so she's pretty clever at that. And she got it right. And that day she had to hire a babysitter to watch her kids so she can go down and pick up nope. the prize and collect it. They, they put a uh, blindfold on her. They take her out into the parking lot. They, like, get her all excited, take off the blindfold, and there's a toy Hummer. Nope. And she's like, um, no. <laughs> and so she filed a lawsuit Good. to the station for $60,000, which was the cost of one of those Hummers, and she won. Good. Yep. Okay. And then there was another station <laughs> that did it where they said that they were going to, like, the radio station was going to give 100 grand to the 10th caller for something, blah, blah, blah. Well, what do you, get, what do you think they did? The candy bar. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, so she sued and got 100 grand. Okay, good. Yes. So now this April Fool's joke with the Toyota thing, which I've seen come up, but I guess is from a while ago. Um, they are going to be suing uh, for that, too. I don't like it. Me either. And don't you think these radio stations would fucking learn considering everybody's suing their ass when they do these stupid things? Yes, because I was the promotions director for <gasps> a radio Susie. station. Yeah. Tell us everything. This is this what? was my job and it was a pop uh, station in Pittsburgh. Um, oh it was B94 for those of you from the Berg. And B- it, I love this. <laughs> and B94 of you from the Berg. <laughs> The thing, You're listening to the cool sounds. We had to create all these contests and stuff, and that was the worst part of the job was having to deal with our legal team and trying to get them to agree to pretty much anything. It was almost impossible because they knew that you could get sued for, for so much stuff. So, so who the hell is sleeping on the job on that's these what teams? I wish I had that legal team because that would have made right. my job easier. But it was just like constant. No, you can't do that. Someone will sue. No, you can't do that. So I don't know how, or maybe oh they God. assume they're going to get sued and that's fine because they want the press. I don't know. Oh, this is a good point. But that's sick because it's cruel. Yes. It is. That's messed up. Especially and like when you take, it's... And she should have gotten more money because you take the day off and you do yeah. this whole thing and then you're embarrassed and then you're like the fool. Like you said, nobody like they call it April Fool's, but yeah, nobody likes to be the fool. Oh, I hate that. That makes me sad, especially when I'm picturing the winner as someone who could really use a car. All of them, and they're all yeah. women. Ugh. Makes me mad. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Sarah's my therapist right now. <laughs> you <laughs> well, triggered like, I'm me. a terrible therapist, so I'm just validating you. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> don't like when, when you punch down, and that's what it feels like. Oh. When you're in a position of power, in this case the radio station, and you punch down at somebody who's like just really wants a car. Yeah, and they're like loyal listeners, like mm-hmm. the kind of person who would call in. Like, really does need that. Yeah. Or has nothing better to do, but most of the time does need that. Screw Have the you ever man. called into the radio station? Just when I was a little kid. What about you? Yeah. When I was a little kid. Yeah. But actually, no, I think I've tried recently. Ooh, like, like a like, contest? Yeah. That's but cute. I never get through. Like, I always think, you know, maybe one time I'll just hit the... But now some of them are so hard. Like, the radio station that I listen to, there's two that just, like, I'm like, how's anybody supposed to win? There's one radio station <laughs> that does, what's that noise? Oh, that's hard. Where, like, yes. they play a noise. It's so hard. 
And it's never even close to what I think it is. <laughs> it's like something crazy, like tapping on the outside of a yogurt container. And How I'm like, does what? anyone get it? I don't know. And then like they slowly up the dollar amount. So, yeah. you know, I'm like, who? And maybe it's, <laughs> it's that you have to go on to their website and there's a list of incorrect answers. Yeah. So maybe just, you know, after a thousand. Yeah. You and narrow the it other down. One that, yes. And the other one that's so hard, um, but I feel like if you have an ear for music, you'd probably be great at it, which you probably would be amazing at, except you don't have the knowledge of hip-hop songs that you need <laughs> for this. But I think it's like 105.9, like the, the hip-hop station in uh, Orange County or L.A. Yeah. They do a mashup where they play like little teeny tiny parts like the smallest oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. clip like one note. of five songs together. That's cool. And you have to like name the songs in order. I have yet to hear somebody successfully get them all. I, I know did. people do it, but I you won, did? I, when I was in high school, I played that, and it was the song Bitch by whatever that lady's name is. It's, yeah. you know, I'm a bitch, I'm a lover. And yeah. all they did was play that opening guitar strum. And I got that Wow. One. But that was easy. Oh, that's cool. Good job. See, I, I told you you'd be good at this because you have an ear for that. You can, like, pick out each part. I just hear it all together, and I'm like, whoa, I don't know what that is. Sound. Well, I can pick out, like, one of them. One thing that definitely always sounds good is a New Yorker subscription. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of our content is gleaned from the New Yorker because it is so high-quality journalism, but what I love about it is that there's something for everyone. It's not all dense and intense. There's a lot of comics and humor and um, commentary about culture. Um, I just read a great article in The New Yorker about the consequences of, like, when your restaurant is named the best burger in the country Uh and how it seems like it'd be so great, but then half of them end up closing because they can't handle the... (laughs) the crowds that then come anyway yeah they just have a lot of great content that you will love and i love that our brainiacs want to get smart and this is a super affordable way to do it they have given you guys an offer you can get 12 weeks of the new yorker for just six dollars plus an exclusive tote that we love at newyorker.com slash brain candy um and you'll save 50% off when you also enter our code brain candy at checkout. So you get 12 weeks for $6. That is pretty I just awesome. love, yes, I love the New Yorker yeah. in a bathtub with my face mask on <laughs> and an actual New Yorker. Because then if I accidentally drop it in the bathtub, yeah, it's fine. You're you know, fine. Like, <laughs> don't worry. I'm fine. Like, you know, I don't trust the whole waterproof phone thing. You no. learn so much so. and you can like escape the world for a minute and still be smart and knowledgeable. It's perfect. Yes. Yeah, but I thought that was really interesting because, like, if you, like, this restaurant that they named in particular had been, I think it was the best burger, and then it was just, like, insane, and you can't handle all the crowds, and and they had to actually close their business. It's terrible. I knew someone who got famous, was, like, a restaurant, like, a chef, and they opened a bunch of restaurants, and they got famous for a burger that was on television on one of those shows. Yeah. And they blew up really fast. Yeah. And, you know, they're still going strong in some places, but it was, like, hard to keep, kind of keep up and top that, you know? Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Like, you want the press, yeah. and it's always great to be yeah. um, honored, but then, uh-oh, there's always a downside. Yeah. 
That always reminds me, though, of Elf when he comes running into the coffee <laughs> shop or whatever. He's like, congratulations! You did it! You did it! <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. I hope that he's just the best. <laughs> but it's funny that you bring up cooking because one of the other stories I wanted to share with you or little articles I read um, was all on the one meal that Americans feel confident in their ability to cook. Ooh, Wait. Yeah. So okay. this was this was really surprising. So you're a very confident chef. You think? A hundred percent. You know why you never look at a recipe? <laughs> Maybe it's all those Top Chef me- or uh, 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 Hello Fresh meals you've right, done, right, 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 that- or you just get used <laughs> to it. But like, I feel like you're very confident in the kitchen. Like oh, we can thanks. have a conversation, and you can just like you don't have to measure things. Just like throw it in. You can like look and <laughs> you know how many meals would you say that you have like in your like arsenal Ooh, um 20 wow that's excellent uh, <laughs> thank you sarah yes because a survey of 2000 adults found uh that only one in five say well one in five americans say that they have only one standout dish in their arsenal oh that's sad yes, yes. wait it says, uh, do you think yeah. by standout that they, they inferred that that meant it had to be like delish? Um, or maybe. Do you think it's they an read over th- it as like a over a third of Americans have felt judged about their <laughs> cooking skills? Okay, I I've have definitely, definitely fallen felt into judged. that. Yeah. Oh my god! And like when I was, oh, I used to get, I used to fuck up meals, like because <laughs> I would just get so nervous, yeah. and I would like be like, when am I going to start? I'm terrible at timing when to put certain things on you know like if I i'm making breakfast get this now because you're not first? a good multitasker terrible yeah thank you for recognizing that me because <laughs> i try but we all have our limits as humans yeah. and that's one of mine yeah you're but very I'm focused, focused on whatever i'm doing yes yes mm-hmm. thank you Suze. i feel so seen right now <laughs> it's true Who knew a conversation about cooking would would do <laughs> oh this God, to my heart stop it no i'm not kidding because i feel very like sometimes i just feel overwhelmed and and i feel like this is something that other people can do so well yeah but apparently not because over one in third of <laughs> americans feel the same as me right Yes. So oh. a four in ten said in this survey that they can only prepare one meal without outside help. Oh. And, and that meal is breakfast. Oh, no. Wait, we're spe- including that? Yeah, and specifically, eggs and French toast. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. So this, this poll um, was asking respondents, like, what makes them feel most confident in the kitchen? And the top five meals that they say they can make without looking at a recipe are eggs over easy, <laughs> scrambled eggs, oh, no. hard-boiled eggs, no. poached eggs, and French toast. Oh, Christ. I mean, if we're including yes. all of things like that, then I guess my number would be about 50 because, like, who's including right. a hard-boiled egg as a meal? Yeah, I guess they are. Oh, so I think, I think you're pretty good. And, like, no, they didn't, we haven't even talked about your egg salad sandwich. <laughs> Stop it. This it's is my favorite. So silly. Yeah. And wow. this is over half of the people polled admitted that they've had full-on kitchen disasters. Um, oh, wow. and, Like people who've had to trash it and start from scratch. I've done that. Really? Well, remember my macaroni incident when I fell asleep? <laughs> okay, okay. That doesn't really count, though. We, I don't know. I would file that into full-on kitchen disaster. <laughs> That's sad for people. Yes. Do you think it's just because of the nature of... Uh, historically how people basically stopped cooking in the 60s when women started getting jobs. Oh, and so then, well, I th- yeah. what do you think? Good. When did it stop? 
stop becoming, I don't know, I feel like schedules just, we started, I think it's like when, when we never really went off the clock. Yeah. You know what I mean? But of course, when women returned to the workforce. Yeah, so like, they, they went to work. So then we relied more on frozen meals and pre, pre-prepared meals. And then uh, processed food started exploding, oh. 70s, 80s. And so then there wasn't as much of a need to learn how to cook masterfully. Um, maybe we should yeah. go back to that, people. We absolutely should. I think did I, I may have talked to you... We, about this in a previous episode, how I was watching this thing on Instagram where they were talking about like prepackaged meals and they're already made and everything. And this guy was like, I waste six to seven hours a week prepping meals. Hmm. And at first, like, you're like, oh my gosh, that is a lot of time. And then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> That's the important time. Yeah, so right. It's not a waste. Six to se- that is the time that I feel like, aren't we just rushing? Like, d- it, what are you going to do instead of that? work <laughs> like we're we're the the mindfulness that the connection we have to our food you know getting in the right mindset before like taking time like not rushing and even cooking helps me because you say like you know as you said i'm not a good multitasker cooking helps me kind of like calm down yeah and in a way become better at that yes because it, it makes me slow down so i look at that as not a waste and I'm like, what are we doing in, in, in trying to, like, cut corners? And are there really, like, these unintended consequences from yeah. things that really look like help and benefit? That was the, a great point in that article that I read about millennial burnout that was written by Anne Helen Peterson. And she was talking about how when other generations look at us, they think, wow, you have it so easy. Like, you have your groceries delivered to your door and you have uh, everything's automated and everything's so much easier for you. But really what we do instead of just using that time for leisure is we just work more. So Mm -hmm. we're not getting the wellness that you would think we would be getting from the automation of everything. Not at all. And then when we do that, there's this assumption by, you know, whoever it is, the boss, the, the, you know, company, like you've got time. Yeah. You can do it. Look what we provide you. We give you like this, you know, I don't know. We just just hired a person for our company and I, when I was giving her like the orientation, I said, I want you to be clear about this. You are not on call. You are not to be available to me in the evenings or the weekends or holidays. And I want you to have very firm boundaries about that. I'm like her Mm. life coach, but only because that will make her a better employee when she is working. hundred percent. And she will feel like not that like the, the boss is looking over her shoulder 24 hours a day. You know, there's that I worked for, uh, uh, a bourbon company where I was like an admin assistant to this guy and I turned into more of like the oh, I don't know that was like brutal. do all the bitch work like yeah. I was getting texts at like four o'clock in the morning like could you overnight my leather jacket so that I can have it for a party tomorrow I was like what do you think what what do you th- I you I am part-time and you pay me minimum wage like <laughs> right what do you think is happening if you here? want someone on call you have to pay them like a doctor that's my failing correct you know <laughs> except, except for me and my job that kind of comes with it and i'm always on call and you know yeah the more so. i learn about the what therapists do the more i'm baffled by why anyone would want to do it oh it's I so love, hard it is hard but you know what it's, and like i think you know a lot of people think that their therapists are really just there for that one hour yes. and then that's it but nope we are doing work 
and like, it's the same like stop. with teachers too. People are like, "Oh, you have off all summer and you got whatever." It's like, no, that is not no. the case. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, but you know, to go back to our cooking because yes. I do feel like I, I want to share this one yes. with you. Like I digress, as they say. Um, the here's the list of the ten meals that. Oh my god! Like, I were can't wait. Most, I know. I know you want to hear this <laughs> because you're going to be like, "That's not a meal." Sure. So this is the order, and okay. I'm sure they gave him a. Uh, I didn't look at how they conducted this, like if they looked, if they had a huge list and people pick from it or whatever, or if this was just blank spaces for people to enter their, um, you know, answers. Yeah. But the top 10 meals that people feel confident cooking, number 10, salad. No. Number nine, (laughs) rice. (laughs) Rice. I know. And you know what? There's a rice cooker. So come on. (laughs) Pasta, number eight. Grilled cheese, number six. Soup, which makes me ask some questions. Are we talking straight from the can? They definitely are. They They definitely definitely are, right? In that case, like, come on. No. We we should add just like apple, banana, because I (laughs) peeled it. That's essentially the same amount of work. You peeled it and put it on a plate. Uh, you opened a can and put it in a bowl. Okay. Because soup is difficult to make if you real soup, do it yeah. right. Like real soup. Yeah. Um, number five, French toast. And the, other, the, the top four, I already read, poached eggs, hard-boiled eggs, scrambled eggs, and eggs over easy. Does this make Which you is, sad? But the, the funny thing is, I think, okay, so a few things now in, in reading this list. Number one, eggs over easy. <laughs> I would say that's rather difficult, way harder than scrambled eggs because eggs over easy, you have to keep the yolk runny. Yeah. You can't break it. That takes, that takes, you know, you got like some knowledge of, of timing and everything. Yeah, that's true. And also there was, I can't remember what the, who the chef is, but there's some very famous like top chef, fancy guy who the, the only test he gives his, I don't know, future sous chefs or whoever he hires or whatevs. He just says, cook an egg. And they right. have to cook the perfect egg because making a perfect egg is way harder than people think. Right. But these people are not making perfect eggs. They absolutely <laughs> are not. Oh, and there's wow. such a big difference. And that's one that I have fucked up because I like get too nervous. Like the first time Ren spent the night, I was like, I'm going to make you oh, these God. delicious eggs and blah, blah, blah. But then like the pan was too hot. And I was like, Ugh, these weren't, these aren't them for the record. <laughs> and like, he's so sweet because like he went to culinary school and then, you know, we go on a, a, a trip and, you know, he cooks eggs for me and I try them and I'm like, what? You, <laughs> ha- you let me cook eggs multiple times. And this is, this is the, this is what you put out. How are you even dealing with the stuff that I put on your plate? This is delicious. You should be the only one in charge of cooking eggs. Did he finish? culinary school or was it just a moment it was a moment because i think yeah. he uh uh yeah i can't because well, i ask him yeah because i yes. remember i thought i asked him like why he didn't become a chef but i don't remember yeah. but yeah. yeah i guess it wasn't meant to be but now you reap the benefits regardless i sure do yeah. it's great yeah and we have so much it's fun cooking together so you yeah your family does that and i just love it so. yeah i feel like we should be teaching yeah. our kids this stuff too absolutely and i love the tie-in with like vegetables and growing them and you know so easy i mean you just get those green onions you use them and you just plant them in some dirt and boom a week later you got more green onions that's fun it's so fun and then i feel like i'm like oh i've made life you know (laughs) that's why some of my favorite accounts that i follow on instagram are just about like zero waste and um you know just 
recycling and stuff like that because they do a lot of tips about food and preventing food waste. I find yes. it really empowering. I know it sounds so dorky, but I love it's not it. Dorky. It makes me Susan, happy. It's not it's totally not dorky. I feel like it's it's like the future. I just read something that uh uh for this most recent Super Bowl, 30,000 pounds. I want to it must be pounds, it can't be tons. That'd be crazy. Um pounds of food was saved and then donated. Wow. And was able to be reused that would have been that last year would have been thrown out. Dude. Based on some new like <clears throat> I don't Initiative. know, whatever they made. Yeah. Yes, which is like so wonderful. You know what I'm smelling? What are you smelling? A really great opportunity. Tell me more. To save money on your credit card bills. Mm, I've been meaning stream. to do this. Yes. Yeah. Okay, this is exciting. As a new financially independent woman who is in yeah, control of my finances. Yeah, you got to sort it out. Hell yeah. Okay, okay. Then you can consolidate your credit cards with Lightstream um, and you get like the one payment fixed rate save some money. It's so great. It's easy. The credit card consolidation loans with Lightstream, they have rates as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay. The application's online. It's super easy. You can do it right on your phone. Um, and people have had great luck with it. I've heard rave reviews, which makes me very happy. And just for our listeners, you can apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get the discount is to go to lightstream.com slash braincandy, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash braincandy. Subject to credit approval rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash braincandy for more information. Yes. I just read recently that the average Super Bowl viewer um, consumes 6,000 calories during the <gasps> game. I mean, I believe that. <laughs> I know what we... I, we had our own Super Bowl party yeah. and we made everything. Everything. We made w- two two or three different styles of wings. wings. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Wing, they're so good. We made like... Yeah. Bar- wings. That's what a else? lot of calories we did, though. We did everything. And you know what? I regret nothing, yeah. <laughs> but it, the the next day, like Super Bowl Monday, definitely should be a holiday. Wow. Yeah, it if, is kind like, of crappy that people don't get to take off. Like halfway through the day, I was wearing like a, like this cute outfit. Like, well, I think it's cute. It just says, I have this shirt that says like, uh, um, cheer, or like rooting for the commercials or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, uh, and then I was like wearing jeans with it. And like halfway through the game, I was like... I'm gonna go have to put. No! On, I'm gonna have to go put on sweats. You did not. I need stretchier pants. I'm like, and all the sodium and everything like that. Like, oh, we made nachos. What Jesus. else do we make? Yeah, again, regret nothing. Yeah, you guys but. have really good work on snacks and private parties. We do party for party, party for, two. for two. We have got we have got down. Well, it'll be a party for five as soon as you know I move closer to you. I can't wait. And, uh, I'll loosen yeah, my belt. And, and, Yes, make sure to bring your stretchy pants. <laughs> That's so yes. great. Yes, yes, yes. But like even so I I've just been reading a whole bunch of cool stuff about like food and about it's so funny that we always like end up talking about subjects that are like or either that or I just read a lot of random shit. <laughs> but I was reading the Smithsonian magazine and found an article that talked about uh, a new discovery with ultrasonic sound that plants release when they are like hurt or scared. I hate these. Or I, I do not like this. It really like makes this. you think. So there was like a recent study that found that tomatoes and tobacco oh, God. emit ultrasonic squeals when stressed. Nope. 
Yep. And microphones were placed four inches away. Oh, come And they on. were able to pick up sounds. And it gets crazier than that, Suze. We're there. So there are two specific times where the sounds are the loudest or most frequent. And one is when they're being cut. And when they're being cut, they admit 15 to 20 sounds per hour. No. And when this is the other crazy one, when they are dehydrated, like when they're uh, uh, without water no. and they're like. They're crying. Yes, and they if, admit even more, and at like a more like the worst they get like a more stressed frequency, and it's so specific in like the like the type of noise that they make that with these recordings, researchers are able to t- determine without even seeing the plant what what they need. Like, oh my gosh, this plant's crying; it needs water right like now. Like a baby. And they can tell- yes. Damn it! I know. Does that make you think crazy things? What if we find out that in reality? <sighs> Lawnmowers are silent. We all this time we've just oh. been hearing grass oh my God. crying. Oh my God. That's, that's so <laughs> They have silent motors. Oh what you've been listening to is the oh weeping of grass. Oh Damn it. So oh my God. But I swear, when that, and I always go back to this, that when that movie, M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Happening, came out, and it was all about the plants and how they recognize that humans are destroying the, oh my God, it gives me chills just thinking about it. That when human, they recognize that humans are the, like they see it as like a for, like an invader, like invading oh, their man. species. And so they release a toxin out uh, into the, you know, out of their like pores and into the air and it comes through and it kills people and people couldn't figure out what it is. And it's the, wind from the trees and when this movie came out people were like that's dumb blah 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 and i was like Mm-mm, <laughs> this uh-uh because if you look at the science behind plants and what they really do and how they like this is just a kind of like black mirror style like well mm. let's take this to the next level and like if this then what about this then what about this and you can absolutely draw a line to that being a, a like a an a crazy possibility but a possibility nonetheless right that and i'm just saying we're murdering our earth and the earth is crying people and this is what animals or this is what like species do when they see that uh, that there's a threat to their environment or to their they defend themselves and like what i mean oh what if all these tomatoes were like (laughs) oh i'm sick of this we are poisoning them okay okay wait let's Is it possible, though? It certainly is possible that these we're we're um, personifying plant life and attributing emotions that are not the, real. That was the that was one thing that I did pick up, especially when I read the article and the words that they used were were sim- like they were definitely like human emotions, and like you can't yeah. really, you know. But they they did say that, you know, I think it was like a couple of years ago they found out that there was like what's the word analgesic or what like when it prevents pain. What's the, I can't is that am I pronouncing it right? Yeah, anesthetized yeah. or yeah, like they were able to f- kind of like feel pain, and they know because they used pain Ugh. like like some Receptors sort of like, or I don't something. Know. Yeah, like they used something that would like 
stop pain, like an analgesic, I can't remember what the word is for it. And like all the doctor people out there are like yelling at me right now. Um, but, and like the plants responded to that, like as in they have, they do feel pain because when okay. you administer something that stops pain, they don't have that same reaction. So, so we're not like, just anthropomorphizing they? these. Right. They really they are really in pain. Do. Well, and we're, they're making sounds only when they're, they're in danger that's related to dryness or physical harm the plants like this is a bad like they're like oh you know everything's great and you know no sound when i'm feeling good but then as soon as like they get snipped they're like ah or if they (laughs) get dry they're like oh please fix me and it's like a different tone and like you know i just think like what are the that would be crazy if in the future I have some sort of, like, think about the the products that could come from this. So, like, what if I had some sort of, like, you know how you have Alexa and you can kind of, like, say, you know, a command, like, almost in my whole apartment and she'll be able to hear it and pick it up? So, like, Wi-Fi kind of, like, gets, like, you you know, you can pick up things in the whole room. So I wonder (laughs) if there'll be some sort of sensor, something where I would get like an ultrasonic map of my house with all the plants in it. Oh, man. And it would be able to recognize with like, like almost like light up. Like I could look at, I can imagine like an app where you would see like the floor plan of the room, but almost in like ultrasonic Hot waves. Hot spots. Yes. And it would be like, <laughs> like, oh, over here, you need to water this plant. That's and it, cool. Like, I like that. Is it right? I mean, I, I don't even know if they've thought about this, but if they haven't, <laughs> I would really like uh, credit for that because right? that's a fucking good idea. <laughs> right. I don't have time to research this or put it into product development, but if somebody else out there can make that happen, I don't know, name it after me or whatever. <laughs> The brain candy, but it'd be like brain candy, I don't know, plant. Yeah, that I blah, love. Blah, blah. If we can apply this tragic science to something that's, you know, helpful and saving plant lives, great. Yeah. yeah. But them screaming, no, I can't. This is sad. I know. It really is. I think, and like I've been, oh my gosh, I've been seeing so many cool things about plants Didn't lately. they say also that I think that the red, you know, the real big old trees, redwoods or whatever. Yeah. They, they like cry yep. or something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because the parking lots. We, yes! t- we talked about this a long time They're ago. They're crying that- over parking lots. Yep. Oh my God, I can feel it. It. Oh, Meanwhile, plant. I get psyched when I see a parking lot. I'm so sick of no parking around here. <laughs> oh my God. Pave paradise. So Give me funny. a parking lot. Just kidding. Oh, pave paradise. Oh my God. Oh my God. Does that seem like real now? Damn. That that song is too happy-go-lucky sounding. Yeah, we when know. When you really it's dissect dark. what it's talking about. Damn, that's dark. Yes. <laughs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Oh, my God, but... Plants, man. I've have you been? Did you see the net, new Netflix special that's out? That's by the people who did Planet Earth and all those. No, ones? what's it called? Do you know? It's called uh, Night on Earth. Wow! No, it is the coolest. So there's all this new technology in cameras and like light sensing devices that are able to 
basically make take a nighttime scene where there's almost no light and these cameras are so sensitive that they when they I don't know when you process the footage they can adjust it so it looks like daytime to us. Yes. So they show us the transition of it going from like nighttime to like how we you know can now view it and you can see all these cool things that animals do at night that they had no idea about like they uh, researchers were convinced that cheetahs only hunted during daytime yeah and it's never been seen them hunting at night and with this um you know with this new technology they caught cheetah hunts at night and discovered that one third of the hunts happen at night wow to go from saying Nope, yeah, that none doesn't of them happen, happen at night to being like, oh, actually, uh, one third. Wow. That's a big difference. Yeah, it is. So think, and that was only episode number one. <laughs> so like, I think about all the other things I'm going to learn. There's like a new, um, a, a new way to videotape underwater where they use like fluorescent, somehow capture fluorescent lights or like this new, like they can pick up a different frequency of light and it makes it so all the underwater stuff glows hey, like it does you, under a black light. Were you the Woo! one that went somewhere where those fish are like that? Oh, yes. I went to the bioluminescent bay in Vieques. Yes. It's crazy. It really does look like you put your hand through the water yeah. and it looks like you're touching diamonds. Okay. Oh my uh, God. That's it's amazing. so unbelievable. And th- they've never been able to capture that on footage and they have it on here. Oh, I haven't even seen that episode yet. I'm getting so excited. I'm freaking out. Because like you can't even imagine how cool this is. There's no way to even describe what it looks like besides just like glittery diamonds in your hand but it feels like water and you just run your hand through it and it creates this like trail like almost like oh gosh like you're in the movie fantasia and they just like put their fingers through like the night sky and like all the stars follow or something like that that's gorgeous it's insane and they're in this in the uh like i saw clips of it for like the upcoming episodes it's like dolphins you know going through the water and they have all this diamondy glittery stuff coming off their back this is it's when, just amazing. when you talk about stuff like this this is when you're at your most nerdy it's so cool <laughs> Like you get really I'm like bouncing into up and down it. my chair. I know because it's just so amazing, and it just makes me like we get so familiar with the world around us, and and you know yes. you go about your life, and it's the same patterns, and you know I live in the same environment where I see the same trees and the same this, and so like just reminding uh, the reminder that. There's so much out there and we have only cracked the surface and just, I don't know, it makes me like dedicated to the beauty of it and all the other things we've talked about on here, like, you know, the the wanting to care about food waste and and taking care of the planet and like, you know, those dolphins aren't trying to get meals faster and like, you know, speed up. They're like, oh my gosh, the hunt is part of the fun and let's dip and dive through the waves and we should like listen to these animals and, Well, you know, we've always had this like sort them. of like running joke that you're outdoorsy and I'm indoorsy. And I mean, in comparison, that is for sure true. I mean, you are more yes. into the outdoors than I am. However, the more I work and, and live in adulthood, the more I realize how disgusting the world is and how Everything is driven by greed. Um, mm-hmm. And it has made me really focus, try to focus at least, on that kind of stuff that yes. has nothing to do with money and gross human blah. Yes. You can be indoorsy and still love nature. Oh my God, yes. And I do. Y- Yes, mm-hmm. that is totally like an appreciator. Just because you're indoors, it doesn't mean that you're, 
you know, living in a cinder block world. You know, it's yeah. like it's there's so much. And just it can ignite means that you that don't wonder. like to get dirt on your nails. <laughs> yes. It's not even that. I just prefer, I like reading and being cozy and stuff. But like, yeah. you know, to to embrace the wonder that you're describing and that feeling of like, wow. Yeah. And yeah. it's just really special if you can find yeah. it. And I just I think I've I've been so lucky to have gone to some places in the world where there are these natural wonders. Like I remember when I was in Namibia, Africa, and we were driving through this stretch that was three hours, three or four hours long to get from the airport to where we were going. And uh, we drove through the middle of really, like where there is zero light pollution. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't explain, like I, the darkness, how dark it is. Yeah. Like you hold your hand six inches away from your face. We, uh, we all had to stop and use the restroom because it was such a long drive. And you get outside, we go behind the truck. And like, at first I'm like, Oh, you know, let me like scoot off. So like nobody sees me. Ha, no, no worries. As soon as the lights from the you know bus went out, you cannot see a thing and you're in pitch black. And you know, in every other situation where it like, it's dark, you can make out something. And there's like this feeling of like safety. Cause like I can see the outline of that tree or whatever mm. this, I was like convinced something was going to jump up and bite my ass every <laughs> second because like it is so dark, yeah. but then you look up and because it's so dark, the Milky way is so visible and mm. it looks like you understand why they call it the Milky way because it looks like milk in the sky. There's so mm-hmm. many lights and it's just like this band and you're so low in the on the horizon because you're so south mm. that it's right at the skyline. You can see everything. It's like when I saw that and I, I mean it's just like this is I'd venture this is guess what matters. that you were the only one appreciating that in that at that time. I might have been. Uh it was a difficult yeah, it was a difficult one because that was the same when we got to the airport in uh, uh Cape Town. I think it, yeah Cape Town uh, uh, Zach, I will totally call him out for this, was running around the airport screaming, where do they sell the blood diamonds? And I was oh like, God. mortified. That is mortified. so embarrassing. I was like, I'm not even going to walk with these people. Mm. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, you have to find so, your own joy there. <laughs> yeah, but I just remember just like driving and like just like like having a moment where just like I was brought to tears because Aww. it was so gorgeous and then the sun comes up and it no joke is like the cast of the lion king on the side like (laughs) like, driving down there was giraffes eating from trees like a mom with her two babies warthogs like uh uh, what are the meerkats i'm like oh my gosh everyone from the lion king is here (laughs) this is so amazing i was like oh it's just so beautiful so i went you know i've had the, the privilege of seeing those things and it really i think makes it even more clear to me that these are the things that matter. Oh, that's nice. End of TED Talk. Thanks for coming to my <laughs> TED Talk. And uh, that can wrap it up. If unless oh, you have anything yay. else you'd like to add, but just you know that I, I love you just as much as I love all those plants out there and all you brain candy mm. listeners. That means you guys too. So leave a five star review. And if you hear something really cool, yes. an article that you've read, some like factoid, or you know you listen to us and you're like, yo, girls, that story's from like a million years ago. Here's the update. Yeah, we. We love it. We welcome and it. And we, that, we always want to learn more. We always want to expand on what we know. And we always want to, uh, you know, yeah. keep growing in our bodies of knowledge. Right, yeah, This is a team effort. It is. And you're all part of it. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.